top assistant. I'm Kevin Wilson. That's Coach Eric Skeeters at the bottom of your screen and moving those chairs from right to left, getting right <laughs> for the Lord. That's uh, the pastor, Singletary, and um, um, Eric's vision. I mean, we're looking to have pastor on quite a few times throughout this journey. So, you know, no need to dive into the life stories just yet. But, you know, especially with so much going exactly. on in sports. But um, this gentleman, uh, Pastor Jeffrey Singletary, is somebody we've uh, both uh, known for a decade, decade plus at this point. And, uh, you know, I, I personally grew up with him. And, um, you know, this is uh, someone who is uh, knowledgeable about sports, understands the needs of uh, lower income communities and student athletes and coaches and has been a big proponent for the growth um, of those in those areas as well. So um, I'm just happy to have Pastor Singletary on. Skeeter, was what you what you think just about life changer? Now, not just in the low end. You, you got to hold that thought now. You know, he's on speed dial with Tony Dungy and and uh, humble, humble and and <laughs> and leaders. I mean, he sat next to Phil Knight at an event in in New York. Honoring John Thompson, he said, "Who the guy with them with them really nice shoes on, yeah. <laughs> with a suit on and some sneakers?" So, Pastor walks in in all, all and, and life changing, impactful. Coming to South Florida for me in two thousand nine in Tampa, you know they say uh, the Sunshine State and God Country down there in the South. Well, he, he Pastor has a way of the impact that he once you meet him. You friends for life, and you know that he's one of God's. He's he's a soldier. He's a, a high ranking five star general uh, in the in the in the Lord's army. Um, Pastor, we wanted to have you on for a while. You're going to be a regular on the show, and this was just something. It's the seventh episode, so we had to make we had to ordain this show and and christen it with obviously the seventh episode and have our spiritual leader on. And you still can't talk yet, Pastor, because also the founder uh, and owner of Huddle Touch, huddletouch.org, get more information there as well. And also uh, the man married me to my wife as well. Uh, So ladies and gentlemen, the Pastor Jeffrey Singletary. What's going on, man? We we took a long time finding a good room. It's a lot of rooms in that house. You uh well you be careful around. now. Be careful. Be careful. <laughs> the Lord has blessed them. You know, you, you know it's it, they're, they're small rooms. They're small rooms. You know, uh, you know there's you have to go outside to you know to change your mind, you know. So uh, you know, uh, I mean well, but, but, but the Lord has been good, guys. It is a it is a, a delight. I was excited to be invited uh, to this space. I've been looking forward to it, and um, both to Kevin and to to Coach. Uh, just appreciate what you guys. You are high capacity, high quality guys, and uh, anytime I'm with you guys, I'm in good company. So uh, it is good to be with you. Oh, appreciate well, that. Appreciate that. Yes, sir, Pastor. As, as- and there's no time limit, Pastor. So we're gonna go through. We're gonna touch on some things. The the reason I told Kev we needed to have you him know, on is so be, be, be careful now when you tell a black preacher there's no time limit. <laughs> you <here> all night. <laughs> hey, I miss those Sundays. And you, you, I ain't gonna lie you know, to you, Pastor. <laughs> we were talking about you don't forget who you're talking to. <laughs> <laughs> I need. We need one of those good sermons with a hello wall. <laughs> I need a good hello wall. So. I miss you. I, I literally miss those days of 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 this of you leading sent the exciting, the exciting Central Tampa Baptist. But now tell the people, Pastor, just so we get caught up with where you are and what you're doing right now with the uh, Florida Baptist Convention, the work with Huddle Touch and so forth. So uh, I currently I serve as the regional catalyst for the Florida Baptist Convention. I left the uh, church that I love so very, very much, exciting to just have a Baptist church to answer the call of God on my life to the to that next phase uh, of my journey. And so as a I serve as a regional catalyst for the Florida, Florida Baptist Convention, uh, which is the, uh, the Tampa Orlando, St. Pete, Clearwater, all across I-4. There's about 800 churches across I-4. Uh, it's the largest region 
in the most wealthiest region of the Florida Baptist Convention. It's where the uh, it's the region with the most mega churches, and so uh, I have the privilege of working with and overseeing churches uh, from uh, 20, 30,000 members to 30 members. And so it's a vast array of churches, various ethnicity, you name it, we have it. There's uh, we worship across the region in about uh, 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 64 languages, you know, mm-hmm. so it's a very, uh, uh, very exciting, very challenging uh, a time of ministering and working with churches and meeting them at various levels of stage of growth and development. So uh, uh, I also serve, uh, not only do I cover the central region, I serve as the pastor for the state of Florida, which means that there are across from the panhandle to the keys, uh, there's 3000 churches that of which I have some degree of oversight over. And then I cover parts of the Caribbean. And then I serve as the national, the president for the National Denominational Service Network, which means I cover uh, the United States. And uh, just getting back from Ohio last week, a few days, uh, four days in Ohio with the convention there, and then to Atlanta uh, with a number of of, uh, workshops we taught there. And then um, uh, next week we head, we are heading to California for uh, a week of ministry with the uh, uh, California convention. And so, so exciting times, a lot going on. And uh, uh, I am excited uh, about this season of what God's doing in my life. So thank you coach for asking the question. No pastor, because for the normal person, I mean, that's a, that's, that's all day, every day. That's a, a great job. That's only one of your jobs. Yeah, <laughs> so that's we exactly know. right. That's exactly Kevin and right. I met through the Huddle Touch Men of Valor Conference. Obviously, I, Kev, this is the 2023 version of, you know. Yes. So, Pastor, I, I'm shameless plugs on every episode. <laughs> it's always something I'm representing on every show. So, obviously, that's you right. know, I had to get my latest and my greatest out with, you know, got my Huddle Touch logo on the back. Yes, I saw you and, and you provoked me to jealousy. I almost changed shirts. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I got that one too. I was going to wear that one, but <laughs> I said, you know, I, I had to have something matching. You know, my sports. Remember, you know, the Orioles. I talk a little baseball. A little, you know, I know we can talk a little bit of baseball because Mario's in first place. So, yeah. All right. All right. I appreciate both of y'all for not sending me a shirt. I do appreciate that. The um, now we can do that. We we have there's one that has Kevin's name on it, and I do have Kevin's address, so we we will uh, uh, we will we will take it. We will solve that problem. We got you. We got. And so just uh, next time we'll be the three amigos. (laughs) (laughs) We uh, we touched on it a bit, but uh, we'll be three amigos with no tacos. (laughs) Come on. (laughs) <laughs> Once again, Not that's huddletouch.org <laughs> for more information on Huddle Touch. And um, yeah, that's a, a program I've uh, actually experienced firsthand as a high school football player and uh, uh, Pastor Singletary and his great team coming in and, and feeding the team, feeding the team before games and administering the word uh, before and after games to keep us motivated during a terrible losing season. Uh, just always there and looking out for uh, <laughs> for the student athlete. <laughs> they were bad pastors. Oh, Kevin well, well, much prayer, coach. Much prayer. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's get you to know, some. It's, it's like the Lord. Lord, you know, He won't give up on you. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. You ain't had to take it that far. <laughs> yeah. Still in sports. You're still in sports. God had other plans for you. You didn't have to play. You're just an example you know, of. You don't have to some play. Teams that, there's some teams that, you know, they, they help your prayer life. You know what I mean? What? <laughs> <laughs> Blake Let's, High School, was that Blake? Where, yeah, you know? Blake, Blake, man. Hey, Blake, uh, yeah, okay. you know, but Blake was okay. known, uh, Blake was one of the pedal schools that in Tampa that really I started with, um, mm-hmm. with Blake and Middleton High School. And we began to forge this relationship, uh, this huddle touch. And we we have three prongs approach. And what we talk about, as Kevin mentioned, we call it M&M, playing a peanut won't melt in your hand. We do a message and a meal Amen. to these uh, high schools and colleges. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, we have about a, uh, about a hundred uh, schools and colleges in our network, 
And so God has just been blessing tremendously. Each year, we probably add eight to 10 new high schools uh, and, and a couple of colleges uh, each year to our network. So God is is certainly. And so that's one part of it uh, is that the high school, the, the, uh, the pregame meals that we come in and speak to these young men and young girls as well. So we do, we do mm-hmm. football, we do basketball, we do track, volleyball, wrestling, baseball, you name it. And so uh, uh, it has been a phenomenal, phenomenal ride. Now that's during the school, the school uh, year during the summer, we shift and, uh, to our summer program across the summer with Men of Valor, uh, where we do these uh, 707 camps uh, across Florida uh, and the and the Caribbean uh, and uh, and and Texas as well. So we have kind of Lord continued to morph and to grow that ministry. And so about two years ago, we uh, added another dimension, and we added not just the uh, Men of Valor, but Women of virtue, women of virtue. And so we've added that component as well. And so that's been extremely well as uh, doing well as well. So been an incredible time. So so it's men of valor uh, uh, and uh, women of virtue. And then the umbrella is huddle touch, huddle touch. Yes, indeed. He he mentioned that, you know, I was at the high school level. He mentioned uh, the collegiate level as well. And that's kind of how you guys met, right? Yes. I, I love telling the story. And Pastor, you know, again, I'm always I come prepared with my paraphernalia. Yeah, so this, this is the 2012 USF men's basketball uh, Big East Coach of the Year, Big East record-setting uh, team went to the third round NCAA tournament. And so, um, really quick, USF set the Big East single season scoring record. For defense, allowing just 56.9 points per game, better than the previous mark of 57.8. We, we won a record 12 Big East games, fourth in the regular season, the first NCAA tournament wins in the program history. Um, and, Kev, when I tell you, when he came in, he had been with us for two seasons. So 10-11 and 11-12. Hmm. So – New Year's Eve 2011, we were seven and six, one game above 500. And it was New Year's Eve, and we got this phone call from Stan Heath, the head coach. And he said, Pastor Singletary wants to meet everybody at the house, round up the guys. So, you know, it's New Year's Eve, have a team function, but Pastor wants to talk to the team. So, round up and the coaches, players, everybody went to Stan's house. We get into Stan's meeting room and Pastor Singletary declares the message that he had received from God for this team and this program of the success in the room and the greatness in the room, the three letters W-A-M spelled wham, will altering matter, your mind overcoming your challenges physically and the will to accomplish whatever that you put your mind to, you can accomplish. Wham, W-A-M, and that became our rallying cry. Wham, there it is. And just to give you the short version, New Year's Eve, Pastor pointed to every individual on the team, spoke to them directly. The coaching support staff was all there in Coach Heath's house, and it was unbelievable. We hit, you know, rallying cry, wham, wham. We come out of there the first game. Our first Big East game was against top 10 UConn. They had Drummond and Napier and the other guard that was first-round draft pick. We lost by six. So we lose the first game coming out of Wham. And Pastor was right there with us coming in every Monday or Tuesday. Pastor, what day was it you came Thursday, in? Thursday. Thursdays. 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 Come in, we'd meet with the team in practice. Come have, a, have you know, our, our we call it chaplain, our service. We watch film, he'd stay, he'd preach, he'd teach, we'd in the room, he'd give the sermon, we'd interact. I mean, it was every, it was a regular thing at the games, courtside, behind the bench, going to church on Sundays, and it became a rallying cry to where we never lost two games in a row that season. We never lost two Big East games in a row. 
And the home game we were playing against Villanova or Pittsburgh, I can't remember which one, but we had zero home games on USF's campus. Now, we had a brand-new practice facility, multimillion-dollar practice facility. The Moose, the um, Who was the, the big the, – uh, was it Moose's? I can't remember the family name that was that gave the money to build a new practice gym, but I should have. But I'll, I'll, I'll come to it'll come to me. We played all of our home games at the St. Pete Times Forum, which is now the Amelie Times Forum. We played two games at University of Tampa, and we played one game over in Lakeland. So we had no home gym because they were renovating the Sun Dome. And when I tell you we play UConn in that in, in well St. Pete Town form at the time, the form packed, you know, Big East all games on ESPN. We lose the first game. We're a little discouraged. But it got to about that Villanova Pittsburgh game. We beat Villanova on the road. We're three and oh. We come home. No, I'm sorry. Three and one. Three and one. We come home. And before the game. We're standing, we're getting going to the locker room, you know, the players' time, and we come in to give the scout. And you can hear this rumbling in the locker room. And it's Torin Fitzpatrick, who's a local Tampa product, King High School, family goes and, and was attend members of Pastor's Church. And you could hear Torlin in there doing his best imitation. It was a great one, too, Pastor. Imitation <laughs> of Pastor Singletary and his he said, I just stopped by because I had a word on my heart. <laughs> And, and we literally got to the door and Kevin, the world, everybody listening. And me, Steve Rockford, Reggie Hansen, Andy Hipster, we would sit there at the doorway and we was like, listen, listen, listen. And these guys are going at it, wham, wham, wham. And we knew we had something. We knew when, when Toilin, Toilin was leading the charge, he was a local guy. We knew he wasn't the team leader. But when it came to that that message that Pastor spoke every Thursday, that came to Tolan was in that locker room doing his best rendition. When I tell you, we never we beat uh, Pittsburgh on senior night. We beat West Virginia, no, not West Virginia, Louisville on their senior night. Right, like we were beating guys on their on their senior night in their gym, rallying where we beat so. Uh, and I'll leave it with this because I, I could go on for all day. USF beat Villanova four times in a row. We knocked them off in 2011 in the, in the Big East tournament. We beat them in the regular season in their gym. We come home, we beat them by double digits in our gym. We beat them in the first round of the Big East tournament. So when you think about how good Villanova is, two national championships, blah, 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 all the pros and all those guys. Well, the turnaround in 2012 was because they had lost four times in a row to South Florida. We had their number and everybody else's. And when Pastor Singletary placed that that blessing, that word from God that he received, that message, staying here for Big East Coach of the Year, he proclaimed it on New Year's Eve. Your coach will be recognized as one of the best in the business. You guys will achieve all that there is to achieve in college basketball. We were sitting in the, the, the media room where he would meet with us every week before practice or after practice watching the selection show. And so they went through three regions right now. We're seven and six coming out of, out of regular season. So we're 20 something. We had 20 wins, but long story, we get to the last region and everybody's in there sweating. We sweat bullets because it's like we're looking at Pastor. We say, We need a wham, Pastor. <laughs> they ain't called us yet. They ain't called us yet. I'm sitting in the back row. I still got the picture, Kevin. I'll send it to you. I'm sitting there rubbing my face and rock. He's sitting next to me. I got my kids there, everybody, everybody all families. And literally, we were the very last region called. We were 12 versus. Uh, we were 12 seed. How about that? We finished fourth in the Big East. And we mm. were 12 seed. And we played Cal. We went to the to Dayton. We were in the first four in Dayton. And it, when that when that popped up, that was it. To God be the glory. We're in the tournament. We went. Uh, South Florida never won games in the state tournament. Chucky Ackers' team was the last team to go to the NCAA tournament. But they lost in the first round. We won in Dayton. Went to Nashville. Beat Temple in Nashville. 
And there's so many different layers to that story that I could go on forever. That's another episode. But Pastor and Wham, to what he meant to South Florida, they haven't come close since I think they've had one year with the 20-some wins. But their success was because of his influence with those guys and his impact with those guys and us as coaches, as men, as fathers. Kevin, I mean, go ahead, Pastor. Coach, you know, one of the things that you could – you correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, and it was just a God thing that God just had woke me up that morning at four in the morning and dropped that in my spirit and told me to call Coach Stanley and tell him I need to meet with the team. I had a word for the team from the Lord. And, um, and uh, you know, uh, it's always a – man, it's a – it's a dangerous thing to say you, you've got a word and, you know, and it ain't from the Lord, you know. I mean, uh, uh, everything I, that I was and am and was going to be was riding on that, on, on what I just said, because, you know, uh, you, you got you got one time to be wrong. <laughs> Amen. Amen. You, don't, you don't get do-overs. <laughs> you no, know. no, no. But Pastor, I thought you said, I thought you said God gave you a word. Is, is you lying or God lying? Which one? Oh, you know, somebody hey, lying. <laughs> hey, Pastor. A lot of them were saying that sitting in that selection Sunday. <laughs> Kevin, it was down to the last reason. Go look it up. I got the tape. Well, Kevin, 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 the Lord hit your boy. I mean, you know, I'm, I sit there I, and, and I watch, you know, I watch it getting slim. You know, I'm like, Lord Jesus, we got one more spot left now. Come on. You know? Come on. <laughs> brother, brother needs you to show up like right now. Like right, this will be a good time to show up. <laughs> <Jesus. laughs> Hey, Pastor, but he showed up, Pastor. Come on now. Come on now. You know, the old folks say he may not come when you want him, but he's right on time. He's right right on time, God. Now, you know what, uh, Pastor, off of of that, you know, um, the the Lord showing up, we're seeing him and being more on display at a very high level in a place in a part of the country that, you know, uh, people of our color aren't really uh, uh, known to be in. That man is Deion Sanders. He's out there in uh, Boulder, Colorado, took on a job uh, from Jackson State, now the head coach of the Buffaloes, expected to get blasted in the first game, um, expected to lose the second game, yeah. um, almost lost the third game where they were favored, but, man, did they come in at the end. That game didn't end until almost 3 o'clock in the morning. Uh, what are you seeing out of Deion Sanders uh, from everything from his approach day one to, you know, the, the Jesus Christ, the JC on his sleeve? Mm. Well, I, I think that I think what we see in Dion is a freshness uh, that that we need it that we need desperately, and it's a it's a uh, Dion is on assignment. Dion has said that he's on assignment from God. That mm. this uh, that the Colorado uh, uh, position there as the head coach is an assignment uh, from the Lord. He's on assignment from the Lord, and 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 so. Uh, you know the 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 wins the three three and oh uh Dion has taken a team uh, for all intents and purposes uh a completely new team and uh, uh an untested unproven uh team and they're doing something that no one mm. no one has done before no one has been where Dion is walking right now and and, and so but Dion is, and Dion has put all the chips. He says very boldly and, and courageously, it's the Lord. It's the Lord. And, and just what, like with me, Kevin, you know, and sooner or later, if if you don't translate, you know, people begin to wonder about you and the Lord. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and speak to that, Pastor, because he has been, like Kevin said, he has JC. And if you're not paying attention, you wonder what that is. It's on his sleeve monogram you know jesus christ he's 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 not on he's on 60 minutes he hasn't backed down and do you think that's is it real or is it is oh absolutely if you you've heard his testimony if you haven't you can google it phenomenal phenomenal how Mm -hmm. his encounter with the lord very Mm -hmm. untraditional but a personal encounter with the Lord Jesus Christ. That's what changes your life. It's not listening to someone. It's not hearing someone. It's you having a personal encounter with the God of the universe. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. life transforming. Not some. Not tell you what somebody told me. Not tell you what I heard. But what I experienced with God Himself. 
That's the Dion's testimony that God uh, intersected, came into his room, intersected with this, this man of flesh, a God of spirit, a God of eternity, encountered a man in time and space. Well, it's and changing. Without a doubt, Pastor, but you don't see it. Like, that's why I was so, I'm, I'm so happy for Dion's success because like on ESPN, you saw they had on Ash Wednesday, Mad Dog and a lot of people that are Catholic, they didn't say it. They just showed it. Dion is actually being outspoken in his faith and in his walk. And that's what's so in, in refreshing to hear him. And then obviously backing it up with the wins so, of Colorado. There's a difference in knowing of someone than knowing them. Amen. There are a lot of people know of him. Amen. They've heard about him. Mm-hmm. They've read about him. But mm-hmm. those who have encountered him, that you cannot be the same. Once you've encountered him, you you are powerless, hopelessly to be the same. It's life transforming. And, and, and you don't need anyone's approval or permission to say and believe what you say, because no one can tell, no one can convince you otherwise. Mm. There are a lot of things you can doubt. There are a lot of things you can question. Mm-hmm. But you can't question my testimony. Mm. You, you can't tell me what happened to me. Now you make you. There's a lot of philosophizing and a lot of idea. But when when you have had that transformative uh, experience from death to life, mm. when you've encountered the one that's the creator of everything that exists, it, it's. And see the, the experience that Dion and and how I know it because I had a very similar type of encounter with the Lord Jesus Christ that that came to me personally, pers- just like Dion said, personally it came over me, it picked me up and carried me about thirty yards across the room. My feet never touched the ground. Hmm. That day changed the trajectory of my life. I've never been the same. I've never been the same. That's what's happened to Dion. The, uh, off of that, Eric, um, the question has to arrive. Is right. Like is, has he been doing things the right way? So as a, um, former, uh, division one coach, former division one, um, head coach mm-hmm. at this level, we watched Dion Sanders walk into a room unabashedly and say, um, this room is going to look different in a couple yeah, months. Yeah. I'm bringing my luggage. Unapologetic. And that and that brand is Louie, how that luggage that's coming. Now, um, coach, you know, you may be Christian, um, devout in your faith, but everybody in that room might not be Christian and devout. Like, is, did he, is, is he going about and did he go about things the right way? What Pastor said is a great question, Kev, but it's, it's, it's his testimony. And so his experience, first of all, as an athlete, was so unique. And it, I haven't seen it. I mean, Bo Jackson and him came along at the same time, but Bo got hurt. Dion was able to take his performance as an athlete first. And he challenged the system as an athlete first. What he was saying to the Giants, we've all seen the articles now where he says the Giants asked him about uh, some question, and he says, I'm not answering that. Because when y'all picking, y'all picking too late. I'm not going to be around and I'm going early. So he's his testimony of playing two sports at the highest level and still not having an answer, right? And still feeling unfulfilled. And so going to the high school program that he started first, he coached his sons in Little League. But of course, you know, your first real quote unquote coaching experience for me. I would coach AAU, but then my I consider my first real coaching experience was JV high school basketball varsity assistant. So Dion had prime prep in Texas. Then after growing that, taking a step back from that, the opportunities he was interviewing here and interviewing there, couldn't get a job. So he took the collect call from God and went to an HBCU in Jackson State that had a little, you know, had some history. Walter Payton and things of that nature, but it was in shambles in regards to their facilities that needed Dion, someone that had his own show on 
uh, the NFL Network of 21st and Prime. I mean, the, the guy had it. He already was worldwide. He's already known. So That's when he walked into Colorado after two years, he lost in the Celebration Bowl too. People, people, you know, he had the success of winning a swag, mm-hmm. but he lost in those two championship games. Right. And so going into Colorado, he was being Dion. Just like, you know, you, you, you look at Rick Pitino at St. John's in, in his 70s now. He's going back to New York City, right? And you look at um, all the big hires in sports. That Dion going to Colorado was a was a risky job. It's you know Power Five and, and and Pac twelve and things of that nature. But they won one game. So I wish I'd have had the conversation in the locker room like Dion had. They said, ah, "Cleaning house," you know. And he had those conversations with the leadership as well. Best believe before he had that conversation publicly. So he talked through the leaders of Colorado to say, hey, listen, this this is my plan. And kudos to that AD for hiring him. So what he's done is is now with the transfer portal and and with NIL, and he already marketed himself at Jackson State. Think about it. Walmart built the new field and track, and his son had the beach deals, and, and, you know, they, they, they were the right place at the right time in the HBCU world for a guy like himself as colorful and, and as charismatic and as marketing. You got Aflac commercials with uh, Nick Saban, the most successful coach in college football, prior to and you know getting the Jackson State job. I think it came along around the same time. So what he said in Colorado was who he is as a player. Remember him throwing the water on Tim McCarver? Because of Tim McCarver challenging him about playing football, he never played by the rules, so to speak. He got into a fight with Andre Rosen when he left San Francisco to come back to uh, Atlanta. Atlanta. And so all of those things is who Dion is. But now as a Christian, he's not shy about his, his, his spirituality and his success and who he is, he's not apologizing for being a man of God. And the the way he went about it was good for the kids, was good for youth today because he's telling them, because there are some players that are still there, like Very someone, else, some other athlete, uh, uh, real quick, some other athlete said, if this word, Dion might have said, if my words can put that fear in you, then you're really not for us because that's all he said he basically was just threatening them he's challenging them he's saying are you going to be up to part of what i'm bringing because i'm bringing louis when i come here to colorado and there are like 10 11 guys still left over from the program still on the roster still on scholarship pastor you going to say something yeah i i i would just take it approach it from another uh perspective one that dion God is an unconventional God. He, he, he does things that we don't expect and things that we would not approve of. That's why he don't ask for our permission. And so uh, uh, when most CEOs take over a felling company, the first thing they do is mm-hmm. clean house. Mm-hmm. Clean out. Speak on because if if the reason why I'm here is because obviously y'all couldn't do it. You guys couldn't translate it, so I don't need you on my staff. So what Dion did really was a model in, in corporate America, and uh, and and that is clean clean the deck. Mm-hmm. And so if I'm going to be charged with it, then then let me get let me recruit the guys and hire the guys that I need because win, lose, or draw, it's going to, you know, I'm going to be charged with it. And so the truth is in the pudding. Did he he do it right? You'll never please anybody and everybody. You never please everybody. So you got to operate based on your conviction, not by public opinion opinion or or, or look for, you know, um, for a conviction. uh, for approval, for people to to lead by consensus. Too many. When you when you lead by consensus, you're not a leader. Amen. Amen. 
You know, and yeah. Dion is a bona fide certified leader. That's the cloth he's cut from, good, bad, or even uh, otherwise. And and so here's the here's the the tell of the tape. The truth is in the pudding. You know, the reason why every, every time you turn on the TV, the airway, you know, Twitter, whatever, you've got Dion or his one of his one of his sons, right. because they are the hottest thing in college sport. They're the hottest thing out there, period. Yeah, no doubt. Without a doubt. Period. And so so College uh, uh, opening day, uh, college football. The record was two million viewers. That 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 was the record. Two million viewers. Dion at opening day up had seven million viewers. Right. Seven million people watching Dion. You know, and, and uh, on his he had a contract. He has a contract for five years for twenty nine million. Opening day at Colorado Stadium. They just from the gates. Just from the gates. They uh, 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 was twenty nine million dollars. They it took in twenty nine million dollars just from the game. There you go. And, and they have sold. They've done something they've never done in Colorado history. They sold out the season. You, you can't get a ticket now. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> you ask, is he doing it the right way? They say, Pastor. They uh, say you've always been told follow the money. <laughs> hey, I just hear it. They say real estate is going up in Boulder right now. <laughs> the property value in Boulder is going way up. And he had Fox and ESPN in Boulder for the same game. Yeah. They usually take turns on where they are. He had the two biggest networks in college football. He did two game days. He did two different networks. That's championship level. Like, And it's just an in-state rivalry. And he's got the core values, Kev. He's got the, you know, the focus. You've been watching his videos. He's got his core values, accountability, hard work, consistency, attitude, focus, discipline, right? But what Dion brings past, and I'm, I'm sure you'll like this, he's got that star power, like the you back in the 80s. Yeah. Vinny Testaverde, Jimmy Johnson was the colorful coach, and they came with the Catholics versus the convicts. Like, he's the you 2.0 to me. Like, I'm a Florida State fan, Pastor. I, I, I'm not sure if you're, which team you root for down there. And the U, there you go. There you Florida go. Atlantic University. Oh, the U. Oh. <laughs> yeah, he's from down there. He fell away. But my point is, that's what Dion is. Think about who he had on the sideline, Kat. Come on now. BET. <laughs> BET, I mean, right. Mark Jones. Mark Jones even said, yeah. He said, yeah. My wife was like, oh, oh, oh. He yeah, easy now. Mark Young mm-hmm. can say that. <laughs> Recruiting is crazy. So, so Dion is doing something that's the in, the intangible. He brings the intangibles. Yes. Dion is doing something beyond football. Yeah, he is bringing the nation together. Yes, he he exactly. he is raising the level. Dion has brought back Muncho Man. It, it's 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 now cool to be. Uh, 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 masculinity is back in now. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it's been waning. It's been questioned. It's that. been it's been challenged and uh, and reprimanded. But 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 masculinity is back on the table. It's front and center, unapologetic now. Now, Pastor, let me let me. There's another side to this. All right. Okay. Talk, I gotta be that guy. I gotta. I've gotta be that guy. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So. This is unprecedented. We've never seen a supernova like this. I, I think uh, if we're talking coaches with the superstar or maybe Pat Riley, yeah, uh, right. who else could possibly, you know? Phil Jackson, uh, Bill Belichick, even though he's not a person now. Nowhere near, as like, nowhere, yeah. nowhere near as talkative or brash, like bravado-wise, right? Um, so, Pastor, I, I, I turn this to you. Um is Dion's actions and performance hurting or helping black coaches as they look to grow in the ranks or their careers? Is our future athletic directors and areas going to look as black coaches and want a Dion and maybe not um, a Mike Tomlin, maybe not a Tony Dungy who was probably the exact opposite as far as talking and brashness goes um, in the public. Is Dion hurting or helping black coaches? Kevin, great question. Great question, Kevin. You know, 
there's a time and there's a season. And, you know, Coach Dungey came along when, when he was that bridge. He, he, he was the right guy in the right space at the right time. Hmm. Uh, a Dion wouldn't have been acceptable. It was not the time for Dion. Hmm. It was the time for Tony. And Tony was that was building that bridge. He was he was that 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 uh, that uh, forerunner. You know uh, what's happening across the nation came out of 2020. Uh, Black Lives Matter came out of the summer of 2020. Things hmm. happened. The, the atomic plates beneath our feet shift. Hmm. This is a time and a space for a guy like Dion. When 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 we when 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 Black America now is not asking for permission, mm. they're not ask, they're not trying to be accepted by the broader culture. Mm. They are comfortable in their own skin, and they're saying, "Who this is? Who I am? Take it or leave it. I'm here to do what I come to do." And, and so you're right, Kevin. It, it, it makes a lot of people either celebrate or very nervous. And so Black people all their life in America has been trying to. Uh, to 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 garner others' approval of who they were, hmm. and, and we've had all kind of issues as a result of it. We were always seeking someone else's approval. We're always trying to be trying to assimilate into a culture that never fully accepted us. Hmm. So, are you saying, Pastor, that it's not necessarily he's hurting or helping? This is literally. A season of change. Things are about to be much different moving forward. It's already after twenty. It's the summer of twenty twenty. Young people said, "Y'all may have did that to my my mama and grandmama, but we ain't taking it today. Mm. We pulling down these statues. We taking down these flags, and we're not. And, and you know. And so, Kevin, this is a new day. This is a new generation. And 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 what worked for the baby boomers and the busters. Millennials and Gen Zs are not, they're, they're walking to a different beat. Yeah. And so, so, so Dion, Dion has, has, has captured that energy and that synergy with these young people and they're playing their hearts out with. And so, yeah, it, it's changed college football. It, it has, uh, Dion has, uh, 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 he has, he's broke up. The plantation mentality. The plantation, uh, it, it, it's over. The, the 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 when when the when the barns open and the horses running out of pasture, it's too late to close the barn. Mm. The plantation is over. You know, Pastor. and so so what 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 uh, what what Tugman did for for runaway slaves, Dion has done it for the portal. I was going to say that, Pastor, because to to me, he's the modern day. This young generation, these these what they call millennials, version of John Thompson and his impact in not only sports but in their lives, where it's unapologetic. Dion is 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 intellectually enough, he's gifted enough and experienced enough to be able to combat every obstacle that they throw at him, every challenge that they throw at him. And with the portal. Sure. A few years ago, if you had a broken language uh, phrase that you were put on the shirt, people would chastise you for it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Dion breaks verbs and per- <laughs> he doesn't care. And sell it. <laughs> They're now putting on shirts and selling we're it. Coming. Oh. Right, we're coming. Right, exactly. There's no English teacher trying to correct him <laughs> and trying to chastise him. That's improper English. <laughs> here's what we know and let, let me just be very honest I'm, I'm not trying to be racist but here's what we know at the end of the day what matters for people particularly the broader culture is does it translate the dollars and cents can we make money off of it and as long as they can make money off of it it's good it's good for us it's good for America and 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 winning does that. Winning sells. Winning cures all, Pastor. We all know. That. I, I I sit here as a coach. I've been hired and fired, and most cases it's because of wins or losses. And so so the so the game for Saturday night. The coach at a Colorado State, he took an issue with Dion. Mm-hmm. He made an issue with him about a hat and a glass and glasses. Mm-hmm. Now, how childish was that? <laughs> yeah. Now, now, but he made an issue, and and he 
he if he if he could turn back the hands of time, oh baby. <laughs> Yeah, and he, it worked for his team. Pass, they fired up. They came out, but he just he lit that fuse, and he's like, "Oh, I didn't know. I, I didn't mean it for it to go to the other team. I meant it for my team." Yeah, it went viral. It went viral. I guarantee you, if he could turn back the hand of time, he'll take that statement back. Oh, without a doubt, because it's hunting him. That team, they played. They played their hearts out. They played lights yeah. out. But no at the end of the day. The nation see them differently. Mm. This thing is bigger than Dion. When you touch Dion, you touch the nation now. Yeah, yeah. You, well, you know, you, you you saw that that boat, the uh, the fight on the uh, on the boat ramp when when yeah. when the brother threw the head threw his hat in the air. Alabama. When Dion threw the hat in the air, boy, it's on. It's on. <laughs> well, to that point, though, Coach Skeeters. Um, I mean. You would be a direct, uh, someone who would have a direct effect to this sort of situation with Dion. So, like, when you get a call to go into a room to be a head coach of a program, or you're interested in an opportunity, and I know this this question was not on the docket, um, but um, what do you say now? What is your approach now? When you're talking to an athletic director, when you're looking at recruiting students, what does that look like now after we'll just call it the Dion effect? So it's, it's the times have changed, right? I use the example of Rick Pitino. Rick Pitino was always considered a New Yorker. And so St. John's is New York's New York City, Madison Square Garden. And the success that he had at Kentucky and Louisville and the Celtics and the Knicks, well, they needed someone that could sell New York. So as a coach today, yes, you still have to be able to and, – and football is a whole lot different than basketball. I, I've, I've said this. You can't have a, a football coach that runs practice by himself. You see Dion in the golf cart. But you can go to a, a Louisville or a, – a, St. John's, Rick Pitino practice, and Rick runs practice, but he's got he's mic'd up. He's coming through the speakers. One coach, I could run practice. I can coach the offense, defense. I can put it together. We scrimmage. We break down. We do drills, shoot free throws. We go. We break down zone. We press breaker. Look at both sides. When you got 22 guys, 11 versus 11, the staff that Dion put together, that's what he always gives credit to his staff. When you're sitting in front of that, you have to present all of that. And Dion showed that at Jackson State. He proved that he could put together a staff. He could recruit. He got Travis Hunter. He obviously got his son. But stealing someone like a Travis Hunter, he could prove that in having the NIL deals. So now you have to be what we always considered a CEO. When you're hired as a head coach, I don't care if you're at Delaware State or Duke and every level in between. You have to be the CEO, not only of the program, but in a lot of cases of the universe. You're the face of that institution. That's right. So what Dion did at Jackson State changed the culture for HBCUs. You talk about the impact for black coaches. There's only one Dion. There's only one Nick Saban. But for that next hot coach who's out there, who's able to charismatically recruit, coach, market sell your 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 collectives and put together you know the the funds to fund because coaches are now going into these home visits recruiting with selling how much they have in an aisle yes degree yes the opportunity for playing time yes the winning of course Dion is, is everybody's watching and waiting because what he's still doing is when they're waiting for him to lose so yeah, the but, but coach but coach uh, for you mm-hmm are you saying that your way or style of coaching is now extinct after the Dion era? No, everyone. I mean, that's why I said there's only one Dion. There's only one Dion. He lost championship games the last few years. You just don't know the coach of South Carolina State, and you don't know the coaches, et cetera, because they're not Dion. You know the guy that he got into the wrestling match with at half court, at half field, because after the game, he told me he ain't right. swack. He turned that into – a mixtape. Who ain't swag? You know what I'm saying? So Eddie Robinson Jr. There's only one. Yeah, Eddie Robinson Jr. You know, mm-hmm. one of the greatest coaches ever lived, son. So 
Dion is Dion. What I'm saying is he changed the mold for somebody who has a personality who wants to kind of be charismatic. But the bottom line is he's still doing everything else. And that's what I was saying. He has his core values. He has his staff. He's recruiting. So he has to, I mean, I don't care who you are. Yeah, and, 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 and you need players. Alabama prides himself on all these pros. Go ahead, Pastor. You know, you, you know. Here again, the tell of the tape. It doesn't matter what you say; it's what you translate. Exactly. You know, if Dion wasn't winning, we wouldn't have this conversation. The hmm. fact that Dion is producing, I'm gonna say it again. People don't care. There, there, there are two things that people want to know. Three things, three things people want to know. First one, first thing when they hire, they want to know first one, can you produce? Can you produce? That's what they want to know. Can you produce? Dion has proven and demonstrated he can that he can produce. The next question, not only after after you can produce, the next question is can you reproduce? Can you reproduce? That's what mm-hmm. Dion is doing. He's reproducing. It's all about about uh, uh, marketing, it's about corporate America, the model, the principle. First, can you produce? Second, can you reproduce? The third question they want to know, when, once they know you can produce, you can reproduce, they want to know, can you multiply? Hmm. <laughs> Not that, not fast. That's multiply. what Dion, that's what Dion is doing. Dion is doing what every CEO uh, has to do to exist and to operate at that level. They got to not just produce, they got to reproduce, and then they got to multiply. The multiply meaning, can you scale what you do? Can so, you only do that at HBCUs? Right, right. That's why I was going, Pastor, because what Dion, Dion is saying, my brand works, my brand has no limit. Right. And so, so, right. uh, 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 and so that's what makes Dion, you, now God is not calling everybody to be Dion. There you go. Tony Dion, but you you are your gift always makes rooms at the table for you. Hmm. And God, God is not looking for a cookie, cookie cutter. He gifts each one of us differently so he can take us to different spaces. De- one of the things I'm gonna say about Dion is that I appreciate, I think that Dion is elevating is the spiritual, not just masculinity but spirituality in sports. Dion unashamedly speaks of his faith. I tell you another thing Dion does. Everywhere he goes and every platform he stands on, he has his pastor standing right beside him. Amen. Unashamedly. And and every before every game, before Dion speaks, the pastor brings the message. And once the pastor has finished speaking, setting a spiritual atmosphere, Dion steps up. Dion understand, but but if not for God, that's what Dion understand. But if it was not for, but God, Amen. If it was not for, but because Dion was fighting for his life, not just his leg, his life. Dion knew he was at the brink of existence. That Dion know he was at death door. But God spoke into his life. But God changed his life. But God of a second chance gave him another chance. And he's not, it's funny you say that, Pastor, because he's not ashamed, unashamedly, because there used to be a time when every, you know, when somebody scored a touchdown, they get down on their knees and sign the cross or point to the sky and give God the grace. And Steph Curry would, you know, pat his chest. He had, uh, I can do all things, the scripture on his shoes. But that's faded away. Why is yeah. that now? Coco Golf, she got down on her knees and prayed right then in the sure stadium when she won her first major. Well, God bless her. Well, we, go ahead. And, and coach, you know, I, I say this here too is that, um, you, you know, Dion, you don't hear him using profanity. Mm-mm. You don't see him, you know, out of character doing things. You say, man, I thought he was, where's the, where, you know, no, 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 no. I mean, he is bagarious. He's all those things, but he is still walking in the light of who he is in the Lord. Right. right. I saw I, I saw a video of him. He had his toes amputated. Yeah. And he was saying he showed the cameras. He said, "Don't ever judge anybody because you never know what they're going through, the pain right. that they're, they're what they're." So he was using that as an example of you see all this, well, and he was talking. 
right after the game. Can I say it this way? Dion was saying you you see the glory, but you don't understand the story. Amen. You know, you know, people people get caught up in the glory, but they don't understand your story. That here's you see to see before God uses you mightily. Hear me now. Hear me with your good ear. Before God uses you mightily, He first wounds you deeply. Hmm. That's what He did yeah. to Dion. Almost lost his life in Jackson. Come on I mean, now. They, yes. Because yes. where I'm where I'm about to take you, I gotta humble you. Amen. Hmm. Amen. And nobody understand that better than Dion. Well, Pastor, that's what you, you, I've, I've looked up some Christian athletes, the Tim Tebow's, Ray Lewis. But, I mean, you were just in Touchdown Jesus. You were just in South Bend at Notre Dame. Was that a spiritual atmosphere? No, I know it's a football game. Don't ask me that question, Coach. I know it's a football game. Don't ask me that question, Coach. And, 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 <laughs> I, and I think uh, they, I they quoted the Lord's Prayer at the beginning of the game, and I was like, Lord, geez, the whole fan, every time I'm having, they were cussing. I'm like, the whole fan, I'm like, hang on one second now. Hang on one second. Y'all just prayed. Y'all were just praying. Then the loud, the loudest prayer at the beginning of the thing, the whole stadium. Mm -hmm. Now y'all acting like convicts. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> what y'all accuse Miami of? You know, Christians right. are the convicts. Y'all acting like convicts. Well, I'll tell you what. There's plenty more to talk about with uh, Deion Sanders and plenty more season left. Um, so we'll definitely have uh, plenty to talk about with Pastor Singletary down the line. Before we step away, though, we do have to do something. Um, we have to play a game. Okay, this is uh, Coach Eric Skeeter's favorite game. It's called What Did They Say? And essentially, uh, in this situation, I'll play a clip. I'm going to play a clip. Um, it's going to, um, you have to guess the word or words that are bleeped out here. Okay. okay. Now, Eric Skeeters has yet to win in addition of uh, what did they say. All right. uh, Based on the judges passing, you got to you consider the source of where that comes from. He's uh, but we'll he's talk about that some other time. He struggles mightily, but today it's something that is a bit more familiar to him, um, okay. including maybe even himself. We're going to touch. Uh, on a couple of quotes that were made by Pastor Jeffrey Singletary and Coach Eric Skeeters at Men of Valor conferences uh, that are tied to the Huddleston program created by uh, Pastor Jeffrey Singletary and even a very special quote uh, that happened in the Virgin Islands from Pastor uh, Jeffrey Singletary. But first, 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 let's go. Uh, to the year 2016, Men of Valor Conference in beautiful St. Petersburg, Florida. Uh, Pastor Singletary had this to say. I'll play it, and then you guys will guess uh, what was said. I want to take this opportunity to say a special, heartfelt thank you for the entire staff of Men of Valor. Men of Valor, we could not have done this without your help. <laughs> Which is uh, listen, that's that's definitely you got to throw that to the pastor first. That's, that's a throwback there. Yeah, that's a throwback there. Yeah, that's a throwback. You know, I'm I'm, yeah. I'm trying to remember what I said last week. <laughs> Let me hit it one more time. Let me hit it one more time. I want to take this opportunity to say a special heartfelt thank you for the entire staff of Men of Valor. Men of Valor. We could not have done this without your help. Mm -hmm. I think I know. Go ahead, Coach. Yeah, I think it's, uh, it's, I talked about the sponsors, the Minnevale sponsorship team or sponsors. If you're close, I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. Mm -hmm. Okay. What do you think, Pastor? What do you think you said? Yeah, I, I think it without the uh, sponsorship of the uh, 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 we could not have done it without the uh, uh, sponsors supporting us. So I, that's what I would say. I would be in that same place. And let's see what you say. I want to take this opportunity to say a special heartfelt thank you for the entire staff of Men of Valor. Men of Valor 2015. We could not have done this without your help. We actually said Men of Valor 2015. 
is what she said. Nothing about sponsors. So, oh, so oh. what happened? Now? All right, give us another. Give us another one, Kevin. Give us another. One. So now you oh, see, man, 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 you see how pretty, see how hard he is. Yeah, 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 yeah. Tough job. I didn't want to bring this up, but you both are zero for one. You get three chances, and you're already on the downside. That's just me. We tied. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) Let's go back to uh, the year 2018. Coach Eric Skeeters had this to say uh, during the (laughs) during the men of Valley Conference. They've proclaimed it the best team in USF men's basketball history. And that was all because of Pastor Singletary and his word from God of greatness in that room. Mm. I'm a, I want to take that one. I want that one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wham. Mm-hmm. You need okay. You said you're going with Wham. Skeet, what do you think? Wham. Do you need to hear it again? Play it again. Play it one more time. Let's play it one more time. They've proclaimed it the best team in USF men's basketball history. And that was all because of Pastor Singletary and his word from God of greatness in that room. Proclamation. Proclamation. Okay. I'm pretty sure because he proclaimed and then I think I followed it up with the proclamation of the greatness in that room. I think that's what I, I think that's what I said. Pastor, final answer is Wham, or what you thinking? I'm gonna go with the uh, uh, the coach from uh, uh, DC. <laughs> so Baltimore. Baltimore. Okay. Okay, yeah. Baltimore. Oh, Baltimore now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to find that, Pastor. That's a that's a fine line right there. <laughs> They've proclaimed it the best team in USF men's basketball history, and that was all because of Pastor Singletary and his word from God, his proclamation of greatness in that room. Ooh, it'll come down to the last one. Proclamation okay. was a word okay. that both. Okay, we, okay. We, we, still, we still tied. Yeah. <laughs> if you get this let one right, roll. you win the game. And Uh-oh, let it, it roll, let it let it roll. Could he possibly do it? Let's go to the Virgin Islands. Uh-oh. Feeding of the 5,000 event, um, an unbelievable experience in the Virgin Islands. Pastor Singletary was in a gym, a basketball gym, um, and just really tore the house down. Uh, this is a piece of it. You guys tell me what he said. God is in the restoring business. God wants to restore you tonight. If you want to be Story. If you want to, I want you to just step out of those bleachers and I want you to come and stand here with me. Mm. Mm. Ooh. Mm. Play it one more time. Come on, Kevin. Yeah, give, give, give us one more time, Kevin. God is in the restoring business. God wants to restore you tonight. If you want to be completely restored, if you want to. I want you to just step out of those bleachers and I want you to come and stand here with me. All right. Uh-huh. If you want your life to be changed. Mm. All right. All right, Pastor. There we go. Well, what you thinking, Coach? I was going to say, if you want God in your life or Jesus in your life, I, I was. so if you want your life to be changed, I'm, I'm with Pastor. I'm taking, you know, I'm following Pastor. Man, this is for the win. Let's see what Pastor Singletary said in the Virgin Islands. God is in the restoring business. God wants to restore you tonight. If you want to be completely restored, if you want your power back, I want you to just step out of those bridges and I want you to come and stand here with me. Ah, power back. If you want your power back, we got two people who have lost the game. And I am going to have a phenomenal. Hey, how, can you lose, how can you lose when both of you tied? Coach, what kind of game is this, Coach? Hey, let's do it. We win. tied. We tied. We tied. We tied. The two of us. You talk to your boy, Pastor. Talk to your boy. The dealer wins again. Thank you for that. I'm just trying to understand. You know what? The dealer wins, and I just appreciate Coach Ski for just staying consistent every week, man. That's the. That's my man right there. The, the game is rigged. That's all I'm saying. I, I, now yeah, I got a witness. Yeah. I got a witness. 
Yeah, against that's a, and how it's set up for us not to win. And that's, that's a good. That's a good one, though, Kevin. I, that 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 uh, that brings back memories, brother. You know, yeah. hey, coach. You know, we we looked a little different then, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's all right. God Boy, bring it Beautiful times, man. Beautiful times, man. And many more to come. I just want to thank you again, Pastor Singletary, for taking the time. And um, Skeeter, Skeeter, I know we'll be on you. We'll both be on you to be on here again soon. Yeah, you know that, Pastor. Throughout the time, for sure. So, literally, I wanted you to be a regular on the show. We need you as a regular segment, Pastor. I know we got to find the time. I know your busy schedule. But we got to carve it out. We got to carve it out. Yeah. No, I love to do it. I love to do it. I've enjoyed. I think this is unique. And, uh, uh, you know, there's a there's a space for this, you know, that Mm -hmm. uh, uh, out there, you know, and uh, just like Dion carved his space, we got to carve our space, you Mm -hmm. know, and there are plenty of folks who want to hear what you guys are putting down. And so we just got to get it in the airway. Amen. Amen. No, we had some good guests on. We had John Feinstein, but obviously we needed to proclaim this seventh episode <laughs> with with the man that, that touched, I mean, changed our lives and, and brought us to another level spiritually. So thank you for coming on, Pastor. You've been, it, it's, oh, well, thank you, guys. I'm just, just getting back in town from here in Atlanta, so I got to get out of here. I'm I'm 10 minutes overdue. I got to get to the to the hospital there. My uh, right. uh, Josiah, he had a, uh, he's got a a fever. Yeah, he's battling a little bit of a of okay. a pneumonia, and uh, so uh, they will keep him up night. So I got to get get Pray. back up to the hospital with this. So thank you. Hey guys, appreciate it. I'm gonna need to bow out. No, absolutely. Pray. Thank you for Pray. the time. We'll talk to you and later. Thank you. thank you guys for listening to Top Assistant. We'll catch you next time.